Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. Hey, my friend, welcome to the Art of Online Business podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach. I'm an ads expert, and most importantly, I'm a dad. And this show is where we help established online course creators and coaches create more profit, more impact with less hustle. All right, let's get into it. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. This is another quick tip episode here on the show. And what I want to talk about today is something that is really should be known, but we often lose sight of those most common things, right? And so when I'm coaching, my job, one of my jobs as a coach is to point out to people where they might be missing something right in front of them that can help them in their business in some way. And I'm no different, right? I have these areas where things are so, I'm so close to the business or what I'm doing that I need an outside set of eyes to point those things out to me. And today's topic is, is no different. And what I want to share with you is some basically how to increase the consumption of your, of your content and make it more accessible to more people. And how we can do that is to simply create content in a format that your audience wants. How do we make it as easy as possible for the people that we are trying to serve in our business to consume the content that we are creating, right? And also, which we'll talk about here in a second, you want to think about matching the format of your content to your audience. And so when I say content, that is really wide ranging, right? It's a podcast episode. It is a video, whether it's on YouTube or what have you. It is a blog post. It's an audio lesson or, or what have you. And so it can really 
run the gamut of the different types of content. And again, I, I started out by talking about how this is one of those obvious things that we can that we can often miss. Well, that happened to me recently where inside of our accelerator coaching program, I did a focus group with some members a few months ago. And one of the pieces of feedback was they loved. So anyway, we do, we do a lot of group coaching calls, a lot of different types of coaching calls and teaching calls as part of the program. And so one of the pieces of feedback that I got from some members is, hey, you know what? It would be amazing to get an audio version of the coaching calls that I do and almost like an internal podcast. And I was like, I love that idea. And that's such an obvious thing that I didn't think about. And I was like, absolutely, we can make that happen. So what we did was we created a private accelerator podcast and it shows up. You can, you load it into your whatever podcast app that you listen on. You know, I have it in both like Apple podcasts and, and Spotify on my phone. And every week my team updates that our, our private podcast with the coaching calls. So people can listen to the coaching calls if they're not able to make it live when we're on Zoom. And so why I love that is it's giving people like, look, like I'm here to serve. Like it's, I, I want our members always to get the results that they're wanting to get and what they set out as their goals. And so I realize that not everybody can show up live to our, our calls. And so I love the idea of giving them an additional format that they can consume the coaching on the go, right? So like I was on a walk this morning and I was listening to my coach's podcast that I, I love to, to listen to. Now, granted, that's a normal quote unquote podcast, whereas our accelerator podcast is a private podcast only to members of the program. And so I want you to start to think about that. I want you to start to think about how can you take your existing content and create, repurpose it in different formats? So maybe that is an audio format of a video that you have or a blog post or something like that. Maybe it's a video of a podcast, right? So you can go over to YouTube right now and watch full length episodes of this podcast. Just, just search on the art of online business in YouTube. And you'll find the YouTube channel for the podcast. I have currently, I have a full length episodes channel, which is exactly what it sounds like. And then I have a, what I like to call like a clips channel, which is shorter segment videos from the different episodes that we do. I'm going to be combining those two channels here very, very soon. But a lot, a lot, a lot. And I, I don't have the numbers, actually. I just said a lot three times. I don't have the actual consumption numbers, but but podcast consumption on YouTube for so people watching a podcast is skyrocketing, right? Another reason why YouTube is getting in the game of podcasting. And so that's another format. People are like, oh, I don't want to listen to it. I actually want to watch it, right? So I'm on video right now. I'm saying I'm, you, you can be, if you're listening to this, you're consuming it obviously in your earbuds or in your car or whatever it is. Hello. 
if you're watching on video, what's up? I just waved to you. So there's different formats, right? There's also a transcript of every episode that we do over on my website. And each of the show notes pages for each episode, we do a transcript. Some people are like, no, I don't want to listen. I don't want to watch. I want to read. Okay. And we're also, by the way, and I should say this is especially most important is we are making our content accessible to people to, who maybe cannot watch a video or maybe who can't listen to a piece of content, right? So you're making it more accessible by having it in a written format, for example. If, and by the way, when I say video, that can be both long form, like, you know, a podcast episode, if you will, but also short form, like short form video, whether it's on social media, if you're doing social media, and also if, and we'll talk about this here in just a second, also, if you do a evergreen webinar, for example, what if, what if it made sense for your audience anyway, what if you broke that up into smaller chunks so that people can consume it in smaller chunks and build momentum, right? Rather than having a 90 minute, you know, webinar that people just aren't going to go watch. And we'll talk more about that here in just a second. If you're doing short form videos on social media, a great practice is to add text onto the videos, sharing what it is that you're actually saying, right? So people who are either cannot listen to the video or don't listen, you know, they're, they're watching with the sound off, they can still get what's going on and like what you're trying to, the point you're trying to make and come across in the video, right? You're making it more accessible, thus increasing the consumption of your content. Another way you can be doing this is through text messaging, right? Everybody's got the phone, right? We all have our phone. My, my phone is literally, I'm picking it up right here. It's right on my desk right here, right? So if, if I get a text message, I'm going to see it. And so that's another way that we could get our content in the hands of the people that we want to be serving. Now, of course, of course, I should go without saying, if you're using text message as a way to get your content in the, in the hands of people, make sure that when they are giving you their phone number that they 100% know what they're signing up for, right? That they're giving you their phone number so that, you know, and fill in the blank, whether they can, you know, for reminders or extending content to them so that they get it right away, okay? So my point here is to create your content in a way that makes it easier for your audience to consume. And the other thing here to take it one step further and just like what I was just alluding to with the webinar is match the format of your content to your audience. So for example, if your audience is busy moms, they're probably not going to have time to sit and watch a 90 minute webinar or a 60 minute webinar. I'm not saying that's like, definitely not. But what if you offered the video webinar, right? Like we, like we normally do, but also an audio version of that webinar. So that that busy mom, you're giving them the content in a form that aligns with their busy schedule, 
right? So maybe they can listen, you know, whatever they have the possibility of the opportunity, I should say, to listen to it, you're giving them it to them in that format, right? If you have an online course or a membership or a coaching program, maybe, and I think this works better with, yeah, with if you do a private podcast for a membership or your coaching program where you're just taking the audio from your video lessons, what have you, right? Why not create a private podcast so that people can consume the content in on their terms and in the way that aligns best for them? And a lot of this too comes with knowing your audience, right? I'm a broken record on that. I talk about that all the time that you have to know your target audience. And in this example here that we're talking about on this episode, it's no different, right? If you work with, I don't know, busy doctors, they're probably not going to have time, probably not saying nobody, but that would be a great opportunity to include a different format. Or if you, what's another example? I don't know. Just my point, it's nothing's, nothing's coming to the top of my head right now. My point here is, or here's a perfect example. If you serve teachers and you're creating content during the school year, right? One thing that you could do to increase consumption is to make an audio version of whatever content that you're putting out. Maybe you don't have a podcast, but maybe you have a prolific website content like blogs and stuff like that. And you get great traffic. However, what if you did an audio version of that particular blog post? Again, it would be worth a test, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying like this is absolutely hundred percent works for everybody, but I think that the, the time is here and long past overdue that we are creating content to make it as accessible as possible, which not only is the right thing to do, but also can increase the consumption of what you're doing. I'm trying to think of who we use for, who we use for our private, oh, Captivate, that's right. Captivate.fm. I'm not an affiliate, I probably should be, but we use Captivate.fm for our private podcast for Accelerator. And it works out great. Again, we provide step-by-step -step instructions to our members on how to access the private podcast in, you know, Apple Podcasts or Overcast or Spotify, wherever people are listening to podcasts, it's right there. So now when it comes up and like when it says like new episodes, you know, it shows up right there. Oh, there's a new coaching call. I can go listen to it now. And so I want you to be thinking about your business. How can you be creating content in a way that the format aligns with your audience? How can you make it easier for your students, your members, your clients, your overall audience to consume your content? And again, this isn't, the idea here isn't to add a whole other step. Where can you find leverage, right? So for example, if you do a podcast, you could have it transcribed. You could have it cleaned up into a blog post. If you do a video, you could take the audio, you could rip the audio from the, the video and create video pieces there. One last thing that I just remembered I didn't, I didn't come back to yet is if you do a video, uh, or excuse me, if you do a webinar for your audience, right? 
and your audience is super, super busy and you're doing it and you have decent show up rates, one thing like decent, maybe like 20%, right? And I'm talking on your, well, it's, it could, you could do it either live or evergreen. One thing that you could test is creating, you know, shorter form pieces of that webinar. Some people do it in the form of a video series, but you could break the webinar up into smaller chunks so people can consume it more quickly when it's good for them. And then within the time frame that you that you deem that you want to. But again, I just want I'm, my goal of this episode is to get you thinking about how can you create your content in such a way that's in different formats that can increase consumption and make it more accessible to more people. I'd love to hear from you what ideas that you have on this topic here. What have you tried? What haven't you tried yet? What ideas did you get from this episode here? What have you tried that's worked really well? Let me know. Shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Rick Mulready. Active in my DMs. I answer most every DM that I get that I'm able to. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you. If you've not already and you're an established online course creator or you're an online coach or you have a membership and you're looking to scale your business and your impact while working way fewer hours, right? In my accelerator coaching program, we're all about scaling your business and your impact while working no more than a 25-hour work week. And so if that is you, if that's of interest to you, you're doing all the things in your business, you're not really sure what next steps to take to be growing your business. If you want my eyes on your business, as well as our coaches, as well as all the other amazing members in Accelerator, I would invite you to reach out. You can either email me directly, rick at rickmulready.com, or you can go over to our Accelerator page, read all about the program right there, hear from current and past members right there, rickmulready.com forward slash Accelerator, and you can check that out right there. You can also apply right there. And yes, if you did hear that, that is my daughter just getting home from preschool. Maya is here. So I'm going to wrap up, go hang out with Maya for a little bit. Thank you, my friend, for listening. I appreciate you as always. Until next time, be well, and I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.